Today, let's just lift up our voices to God and bless the name of the Lord and thank God for this privilege. It's our first communion together in the year 2021. And let us ask God for unction to come upon us today, that God the Holy Spirit will breathe upon us the bread of life, insight and understanding, even as we come together on the table of our Lord. Father, we thank you so much for grace and mercy that have brought us thus far. And we thank you for the privilege of today is our first communion together in the year 2021. And Lord, we Submit ourselves to the counsel of the Holy Spirit, even in every home where we gather now to celebrate your uh, communion together. We ask that your presence shall fill every place. And we ask that you will breathe upon us, O God, the Holy Spirit. Breath of life, come into us, even as we remember and celebrate your death until you come according to your ordinance. May mercy and glory fill all places where people are gathered together today. May we operate by the mind of Christ into the deeper things of God. This we ask you and thank you, Father, because it's done. In Jesus' holy name we are prayed. Amen. It's a new dawn. I'm so happy for this year. I'm happy because of what God will do with us. Very, very happy. You know, um, one of the people who led prayer, and I can see what God is saying through the prayer, whenever prayer is going on, I've told you, your attitude should be when people, uh, ministers read the word of God and begin to pray. The moment they start reading the word of God, if you connect with the mind of Christ, you will start to hear information. And the information God will give to each one of us could be peculiar to us. That's why you understand, have understanding about you. Because the prayer that the Lord is leading through, the one who is leading prayer, you know, is for everybody. But when it is said, and you start to pray, it's no more for everybody, it is for you. And that is where what we must, one of the things that we must bear in our mind. And when you have people leading prayer who never spoke to one another, you can see a commonality in their prayers and you can know where God is going. That, you know, the minister from the book of Second Peter 1 now, he says, And we have the word of the prophet made more simple. I mean, made more certain, sorry. Made more certain. And you will do well to what? Pay attention to it. Isn't it? <laughs> you will do well to pay attention to it. But let me now take you to the other scripture. Person read the same from another scripture to lead you prayer, and it's in Matthew seventeen four to five. And that scripture says, Peter said to, to Jesus, Lord, it is good for us to be here. If you wish, I will put up three shelters: one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. <laughs> Look at what Jesus says in verse 5. While he was speaking, sorry, what God responded before Jesus preached. He said, while Peter was speaking, a bright cloud enveloped them, and a voice from the cloud said, This is my son, whom I love. With him I am well pleased. Listen to him. 
I think the same thing God said in those two scriptures is listening to. The first one said, listen to the words of the prophet as in the scripture. The second one said, this is my son, listen to him. And I think we need to pray for the heart to listen. We need to really pray God that this year, Lord, give me a heart that will completely obey you. Help me to listen to you with this spiritual ear. Shall we begin to pray? Ask God personally for yourself. Speak, Lord, for thy servant hearing. Lord, we ask you this year, give us the air to listen to the voice of our maker. God the Father, we pray thee. You said this is your beloved son in whom you are well pleased. Listen to him or hear ye him. Help us to hear the voice of Jesus. Lord Jesus, help us, give us grace to listen to you, to hear you, Lord. And ask the Lord, let what I hear from you change my life completely. This year, we don't want to give the devil a foothold. We want to listen. We want to hear so that we can be what you have said. Oh, sovereign Lord. Lord, we pray thee. Help us to listen to you. Help us to hear the voice of heaven. In Jesus' anointed name, we are prayed. Amen. You will also agree with me that another thing that Jesus was buttressing on is faith. Because somebody led the prayer, one of the other two, led the prayer on faith. All right? And the last prayer too was on faith. <laughs> Hallelujah. On faith. The first one led the prayer from Luke. Luke chapter 18 verse 1. This parable of the persistent widow. Then Jesus told them this parable. 18 verse 1. Look. Jesus told them this parable. He told his disciples a parable to show them that men ought to pray and not give up. And if you look at that scripture. Jesus went further to say in conclusion. Verse 6, and the Lord said, listen to what the unjust just said. And will God not bring about justice for his chosen ones who cried to him day and night? Will he keep them off? I tell you, he will see that they get justice and quickly. However, when the Son of Man comes, will he find what? Faith. That is the beginning of our prayer today. And the end of our prayer says, Oh, unbelieving generation, Matthew 17, 17, I'm our generation. Jesus said, How long shall I stay with you? How long shall I put up with you? Bring the boy to me. And in verse 20 of the same chapter, he says, he replied, Because you have little faith. When they asked, this is a case where a man brought his son who have epileptic, who was epileptic and been uh, abused by a spirit, and the spirit had threatened to kill that boy, train him to fire and all stuff. And he brought them to the disciples. They prayed and nothing happened. So when this, when the boy, the, the, the Jesus came to the scene, the spirit tore the boy into pieces, and Jesus rebuked the spirit and he left by command. And then the, the disciples came to Jesus and said, ah, "Why? How could you just speak?" And he left. This spirit left. We prayed for hours. We only see manifestation. He didn't leave. 
We have only seen the boy wiggling. He didn't leave. And Jesus said, Oh, unbelieving and powers generation. Though he marked the powers was not added. But, you know, and then he said to them that, look, why can't you, the reason why you cannot do it is because you don't have faith. You don't have faith. And he went further to say, he replied, because you have little faith. So little faith. I tell you the truth, if you have faith as mustard seed, you can say to the mount, this mountain, move from, where, from here to there, and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you. That is for the man of it. You know, I think this is so 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 much. Uh, uh, I would say that it's carrying way for us. Obey. That the first two people led prayer. Listen to him, and listen to him was directed to first listen to the prophecy, the word of God. Listen to it, and then listen to the Son of God. Those are the two things. And the second people are saying that don't give up faith. But in talking about faith, he talks about unbelieving and powers. You know what is powers? Powers means awkward, contrary, difficult, unreasonable, uncooperative, unhelpful, obstructive. I think that is enough. Uncontrollable, rebellious, self-willed, wayward, cross-gain, stubborn, obstinate. I think that, you know, talks volume. So what Jesus was saying to us is this. When you see, that's why in my teaching, which cannot be disputed by anybody who wants to know the truth. I said that God did not send a Christian or church or any minister under heaven to go and be conducting deliverance. Never. You won't find it in the Bible. If anyone listening to me under heaven can find it in the Bible, where Jesus said, go into the world and conduct deliverance, or where the word conduct deliverance is mentioned in the Bible, send it to me. The people that we know conducted deliverance were these disciples. They were conducting deliverance. But when Jesus came, he commanded evil spirit. There are two things there. To pray over a demon possessed for hours, even some two days for deliverance, as if the spirits that occupy those people are more powerful than the name Jesus. And the people be going back, you know, rolling on the floor and vomiting. And those things don't mean that demons come out. You want vomit, they will give you vomit. You know? And their spirits still remain there. This uh, uh, I, I thought of wanting to go with spectacular, physical spectacular. It's been in man, enshrined in man. But if you look at, no wonder Peter said, let us build boots here. When we saw this, let us just build boots here. Jesus said, no, no, that's not it. It is beyond building boots. This is encounter with God and keep it. I'll talk about that in a minute. However, Jesus helped us to understand why do people conduct deliverance and others cast out demons by instruction. You see a Christian or a group of believers praying over demon possessed, praying, 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 and sweating. The only problem they have is unbelieving. And maybe perversion. You want to move in faith, you must not have doubts and you must not walk in a wayward way. Simple as ABC. 
Others say, I've been believing God for this, but what about your work? Did you not read it in the book of Hebrew? Let me read it to us. This faith, faith thing. Hebrew chapter 11 verse 6. Very common scripture. And without faith it is impossible to please God. Yes. Because anyone who comes to God must believe that God exists. And that he reward those who earnestly seek him. God seeker. is not just prayer person. He's a righteousness follower. Did you get it now? So Jesus was addressing the issue there. That Look, the only difference between you and I is this. I seek God. I seek to satisfy God. I don't get myself entangled with all these flimsy things. And you know the disciples at that time, they were still carnal because they were not born again yet. So they just operated under the Old Testament. Uh, Holy Ghost come and left. So they have gone out, walked under the unction, cast demons out in Luke chapter 9 and chapter 10. But when they came by this issue, they cannot do it. And they were wondering how we went and cast the demons out. What happened? So Jesus told them that, you see, the issue is this. To operate in miraculous, you need faith that cannot doubt. But however, Hebrew told us, a man of faith is a God seeker. That is a man whose heart is connected to God. A man who is not earthly in his thinking. A man who are reconciled with God. And it says, you know, in the book of Romans chapter 12, it says, you know, I beseech you therefore, brethren, in view of God's mercy, that you offer your body as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God. It says, this is your reasonable act of worship. Then the next verse says that, I, 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 I plead with you, do not conform any longer to the pattern, the ways of this world. Don't conform to it. Do not conform to the pattern of the world, but be ye transformed in the, with the, in the renewal of your mind. That is, see like God will see. Don't see like men see. Now you are commanding a demon to come out, but in your heart, you accuse somebody who is a witch, you accuse another person who is a wizard. All these things are devil putting them in the mind of people who do that. Not Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit is not interested in telling you that somebody is a witch, other is a wizard, that everybody is almost a witch and wizard. That's not the big. Jesus, throughout his ministry, you will never see him enter the temple and he saw a demon possessed and he accused anybody of witchcraft. You never hear Jesus say that. Where did we get it from? It's not from the devil. Who just wants us to have this, this um, to, to rely upon what we can do, my power, my strength. However, this year, you need to know, let God. That's it. It's grace that speaks for you. Grace speaks for you. So that you can come to the place of authority when you command an evil spirit. You don't have to sweat over commanding your, your servant, a slave under you. You don't have. If you are the officer and you have the power to jail slave and release them, you don't tell the slave that, please come out, please come out, please enter the, the cell. Please, you kick him into the cell and lock him up there because you have been condemned. And I believe Jesus told us that I saw Satan fall like lightning, you know, and he said in the book of John 16, he said that the prince of this world has been condemned. So, you need to know this, that all the years past, you must have been sweating over commanding only a little spirit to come out of people and think you have done something. You and I have no business in healing people, delivering people, but faith, that's all our business. Faith in the name of Jesus and work godly. 
clear your heart and consciences from all the dead works of this life. You understand? And then you will have power. Is it not interesting that he said that you men of little unbelieving and he said you, you, you have a little faith. However, he said that if you have faith like mustard seed. So there is the mustard seed faith but there is a very little faith. Because you have so little faith. So you have faith that is so little. Little more little than the mustard seed. I was so, I told my when I read it this morning, you know, ah, it seems I've never seen that. Mustard seed is very tiny. When we went to Israel, they gave us mustard seed, you know, for us to know what Jesus spoke about. Mustard is so tiny, very, very tiny. <laughs> maybe radius, maybe a millimeter or whatever. And then Jesus said, yeah, there are even more uh, little faith to mustard seed. I think if I will express, why should little be different from little? Mustard seed is little, but Jesus of more little faith. <laughs> I think what happened is this. Mustard seed is substantive. Look at it. It's hard, tough, though it's tiny. But it's, in that mustard seed is life of the, of the tree. Massive tree of mustard. Okay? But if there's another faith that looks that Jesus classified little, maybe it's even bigger than mustard seed in his size. Who knows? However, it has no substance. It relies on flesh. It relies on his activity. And I believe Jesus wants us in this year to get away from things like that. He wants us to, uh, you know, just rely on him completely. Just rely on him completely. Another prayer that we'll be praying when we finish is encounter. You know, in that Matthew chapter, chapter uh, 18, Matthew, uh, Matthew, no, 17, sorry, Matthew 17. When they got to the mountain, Jesus told them not to say what they saw. You must have encounter particular to you. You know, those three, only those three saw it. But you know why they saw that encounter on the Mount of Transfiguration? Why they saw it? Because they were where Jesus was. Jesus said, my disciple will follow me. Where I am, they will be. Where are the others at that time? That these three only went with Jesus. Do you remember that in the life of Moses? What is unique about Joshua was when Moses is going to the mountain, he follows him. So Moses, Joshua is one who sees what God is doing first with Moses on the mountain. He saw so many forms of Moses on the mountain. He saw so many appearances of God on the mountain. No wonder when God will choose somebody who will carry the mantle. It is him. Remember that Elisha was following Elijah. And the sons of prophets at different places. Ah, your master is going to be taken to heaven. Mocking, uh, you know, the prophetic. And Elijah says, shut your mouth. Don't say it. But Elisha received the mantle because Elisha followed Elijah. That's why he got to Jordan. And he saw Elisha, Elijah took the clock and hit the water. And the water split into two. Two people parted the water. Moses parted it for Resi, for the people of Israel. But Elijah parted the water for himself and his aid to pass. So when Elisha was coming back with the mantle, he remembered what his master did. And he did the same. Christians should do exactly what Jesus did. That is what we must desire this year. To speak like Jesus. To be authoritative like Jesus. 
to command and it will happen like Jesus. But you have to get away your heart from your activity and your exterior. What you think you are. We are nothing. If you diminish, God will increase in you. I will together now. And you see, you must ask for encounter. You have asked for prayer. Three major things we have looked at. To hear him and to listen to him. To listen to God. That the word of God will be preeminent in your life. To listen to the word of Jesus Christ. So that you to emulate Jesus Christ. And do what Jesus did. All right? And the third one is the faith that doesn't doubt. So that we don't think that it is by our charisma we experience grace. No, it is by grace we experience grace. However, grace demands a man who will have total trust and confidence in the Lord, who does not rely on their own authority. You know, I will tell you this, and I'm telling you this because I want to just take you to Iridus and Jokes. I will end tonight with Iridus and Jokes. <laughs> a very good one, you see, when I get there. Not like the Iridus that Pastor Tayo, uh, you know, always say. That he said that uh, Genesis went to uh, Exodus and all. I love that statement where he said, I cannot, I can't remember it. And then he saw Lamentation and then <laughs> until he got to Revelation. It's a very good joke to know the books of the Bible accordingly. Maybe sometime we tell Pastor to come and read it to the whole world so that people can hear it on this platform. It's very, very interesting thing. Maybe next Sunday, Pastor, prepare for us and during our communion, you read this stuff. It's so beautiful. But I have a recent joke. When you are reading today, I will ask you a question because I know you guys are, you are very curious students. However, before we go into that, I want us to, to settle today that number one, God is telling us to listen to the word of God this year. Two, he's telling us to listen to Jesus. Both of them is listen to him. Then God is telling us here that the arm of flesh will fail you. Don't think that it's by your power you cast out demons. I was going to tell you this interesting thing. I was, I, because when I start teaching about deliverance and telling people that the deliverance I know of is what Jesus did and what the apostles did, anything different, I question their source and I question their authority. And I know that anything different to what Jesus did and, and the apostles did have only two sources. Either it came from the intellect of a man and it became a philosophy and tactically, some people deviated from Jesus and followed that philosophy because it acclaimed glory to a person. It seek to acclaim glory to the person. And if you tell, or it came from Satan to delude Christians so that Christians will be doing backing dogs without teeth. Those are two things. So, I did teaching on it and I was questioned by some people very angrily. What are you talking about? All these books on deliverance that they have written. All these procedures. And I said, show me in the Bible. I said, I don't believe in it. I don't believe in it, but I operate as Christ did. And I went to, you know, I had to go for uh, crusade, you know, my normal crusade. And when we were going to the crusade, we had meeting prayer session together. And that prayer session for ministers, every minister came, you know, and we were praying, you know, people were praying. And then in one of the days, the witches did what um, is astonishing. They sent an evil bird to come and kill me. And it's in the prayer place. The bird was in the church. A big owl, about five foot wide. And the Holy Spirit said, look up there. And I saw it on the, the top of the cathedral, inside. What? 
I said, Lord, what is this? And the Holy Spirit said that he said that that is a that is the messenger of devil sent to you. He said, so then, what do we do? He said, it's in your hands. So I rebuked that, that bird. But that bird, as I was praying in tongues, the Holy Spirit said to me, command him, command life out of him. You know, hearing the Holy Spirit this thing is so instrumental to what you call intercession or what you may call deliverance ministry. If you start deliverance ministry as casting out demons, hearing the voice of the Spirit in healing ministry, to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit is so important. Also in prophetic office, you cannot operate as a prophet, prophet, prophetic person without hearing instruction from the Holy Spirit. Maybe we call that discernment, whatever you call it. But hearing God telling you, giving you specific instruction. When he gives instruction and you act it, you get results instantly. Without effort. Without effort. But you see, only because we give you instruction, if you are selfless, that what you are doing, as far as you are concerned, the glory is to God. It's not you at all. And you let people understand that you are not better than them. You are not better than them. It's not you cast out devil and pray and the dead was raised. It doesn't make me anything. It makes the one who raised the dead through me, the thing he is, who is Jesus Christ. So, we have that. And before their eyes, the bird came down dead. I picked up the bird and stretched it. And when it came dead, people were running away from it. <laughs> but when it comes to demon possession, you see them praying and sweating. I'm telling them that that way is wrong. The way of Jesus is the right thing. I took the bird, you know, they were afraid. And we prayed, we, we burned the bird. Then we went out for, for Jesus' march. And when we were going Jesus' march, Jesus' march, the Holy Ghost directing us, we will turn left, turn right. Because that city is so satanic to the place whereby the neighboring towns around are afraid when they pass through that city. Very much afraid. And of course, we met some human beings in that city who, who are murderers. I mean, they, they use a cultic thing to kill people and they tell you. When they tell you that you are over, the person will die. And everybody knows that they are, they are the one who killed the person. They are the one who said to that person, go home and sleep. And the man went home and slept and he didn't wake up. And not only one man, not two, not three, not four. That even the minister there told us that, Apostle, please don't do crusade here. I came here, I was told that anybody who comes here, they kill their children. He said, I came here with three children and all my children have been killed by these witches and my wife had died. And I told that person, that's why God sent me to take revenge. You see, there is a people who conduct deliverance. They are always afraid of demons. When they face to face, see, they, they run. And that is because that doctrine has its roots in the mental of man. Because it is not written so in the Bible. So where we are going, God said to me, the Holy Spirit said, turn right. We turn right and he said, go straight. Go straight into where? Into forest. As I was going through the forest, the pastor ran straight from the back to me and said, stop, 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 apostle. I said, what is it? He said, don't you know where you are going? I said, where is it? He said, this is forbidden forest. That's what the pastor told me. I said, what do you mean by forbidden forest? He said, this is the forest of, of Satan. This is what we have been praying over. We have been praying into it. Pray into forest. And you are here. And they told you that that forest belongs to Satan. And you are staying in your room praying. Or staying in your job praying. Go inside that forest. Go and see the devil there. And chase him out of the place. And he said, no, 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 no. Nobody else does it. I said, I said, except your call people. Oh, oh. I said, you forgot. My own Bible says the earth is the Lord's and the fullness there. You know I'm a foreigner there. 
At the entrance of that forest is a house, mud house. They call it the house of Lucifer. It has been there over 500 years in that, in that tribe. So I said to them, Lucifer doesn't have house except hell. And I asked the pastor, all of them now gathered around me. They said, what will I do? I asked the pastor, who forbid the forest? He said, our forefathers is the son of the son. I said, show me your forefathers. Where are they? Who among them? Can you take me to his house? Oh, he said, they are all dead. I say a man spoke and died. And you think his word is alive. The only one I know who died and his word is alive is the one who died and resurrected. His word is alive because he did not rot in the grave. He resurrected. Jesus told me that, that the earth is the Lord. You are telling, follow me, my friend. We have gone too far. You have to follow me. We went inside it. And we went in about 0.5 kilometers down the hill to the river. And when we almost got to the river, we saw the, the chief priest of the shrine in that very forest. I don't know about it. I went as Holy Ghost instructed until we got to that spot. And there is a hut there. And that is the place where they sacrifice human beings when they have their annual uh, rituals and stuff like that. And when we were shouting hallelujah, the man ran out of his, or his, his room. He knows. Angels have surrounded the place because we entered the forest. Demons already are taking on their heels. That is the Jesus I'm telling you about. I'm not telling you what is, you know, just brain, man brain. No, no. Demons are silent. We don't have to, to bind them. When we enter Light enters darkness. Darkness has to run. Darkness has to change and disperse. The man flew to the front. You know, he was not walking by feet on the ground. He was like gliding in the air. It's useless to me. Even if he become a serpent, I will grab his head. Because that is not a true serpent. And I pointed my finger to him in the name of Jesus. And the wind of God blew. Boom, and the man vanished from before our side. And he was not found thereafter. That brought an end to that wickedness in that city in Nigeria. I'm not telling you fiction is in my book. And those who went with me are still alive, are still members of the church. Till today, I ministers. I received a, a text from one of the ministers who is a valiant man of God, you know, in that province. He is one of them of faith, not of fear. Cast a demon out, he must come out. When you say to a demon, out in the name of Jesus, if the demon refuses to go out, something is wrong with you. And what is wrong with us is unbelieving and perversion. We must not pervert the official root of Christ. Jesus said, whatever you ask him, my name, you receive it. Look, as you are listen, listening to me, if you agree with me that what I'm saying is what is written in the Bible, then we are on the same premise. We can join together and we can enter into this dimension of God's power. When I teach you some things sometimes, I think I need to give you my experiences for you to recognize that these things are real. They are, it's written in the Bible. The people I took to the meeting, to the forest, some of my members went with me to the forest. They are, they are on this platform today, affirming it. So it is not a story told of my forefather. It's a story of me now. Ministry, me now, proving that Jesus is what he claims is, proving that the word of God is what he claims is. We don't go to forest to collect offering. It's not because of offering we do crusade. No! And we don't lie to people to go and raise money for crusade. No! We go with nothing. And God will provide even where we are. And things will be done. Ah, but it's for the gospel to be preached. If I preach the truth, I have no regard for any spirit. I regard them less. I have no 
no, you know, if I don't have regard for them, then I have none to fear. They fear me and they fear you. Why? The blood of the Lamb and the truth breastplate of righteousness. The, 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 the loins and your loins, you have the truth. If you guard yourself with the truth, that is, what is the truth? Whatever Jesus said, period, that's the truth. As for me, I want to be the Jesus of our days, walking on the streets and raising the dead and casting out devils and healing the cripple. I believe that's what you want to be too. Because Jesus says that my sheep hear my voice, the voice of Jesus, they will not follow. He says, my sheep follow me and where I am they will be. So we are going to lift up our voices together. You are going to pray, Lord, I ask for grace from you today. Begin to ask the Lord for grace. Give me grace to function in your power. Give me grace to function in your knowledge. Give me grace to function as you did. You, you commanded evil spirit. You instructed them and they obeyed. They saw you and they were afraid and they spoke. And they screamed out of their mouth. Lord, let that glory come upon me. Let that grace come upon me. Let that grace come upon me. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, that as you said, I do what I see my father do. Tell the Lord, open my eyes to see what you are doing. Lord, let my desire be. He said, my Jesus said, my food is to do the will of the Father and accomplish his work. Tell the Lord, let my will change from my selfish ambition to fulfilling your job. To this, this year, I pray thee, O God, let my will change. Let my will change. Jesus said it. He said, my will is to do the will of my Father and to accomplish his work. Father, Lord, give me, give me such a desire. Give me such a desire, O God. Let my will change, Father. Let my will change, Father. Let my will change, Father. Will change, Father. I Pray the O God, Riparamasandara Bashantai. He said it. He said it. John chapter 4, verse 34. He said, My food, said Jesus, is to do the will of him who sent me and finish his work. Tell the Lord, help me to finish the work. Help me finish your work, oh God. In this year, give me that hunger. Give me that hunger. He said, my food is to do the will of God. Let my food be to do the will of God. Let me hunger for righteousness. Let me hunger that God be glorified. Not that Alfred be glorified. Let me hunger that God shall be seen. Not that Alfred shall be seen. Let me diminish this year when you increase, oh God, in the name of Jesus Christ. Help me to believe you. Help me to obey you. Help me to simply believe you. Not to rationalize you in my mind. Oh Lord, help me to finish my work. Tell the Lord, help me to finish my work. Help me to finish my work. I beseech thee by your mercy, O God. Lord, we bless your holy name. We glorify the Lord. Thank you, Father God. In Jesus' holy and anointed name, we are praying without giving. I said I was going to give you a riddle. When you read the book, the, the, the scripture today, can I just say to, to everyone who, who, you know, if you are just um, joining us, we have a Bible study that we do every day. And uh, we read those scriptures every day. And it's just two, two chapters uh, from, you know, one book and two chapters from another book, which is four. But these ones I gave you for January, I gave you Matthew and Luke again in parallel. So that you can see the similarities between Matthew's report and Luke's report. And that will give you wholesome understanding of the whole report. Now, but when I was reading, I found, if I ask you, what is the shortest book in the Bible? Text it to me. Uh, the, sorry, the shortest sentence in the Bible. And where is it? Pastor Tyler, watch your, your platform. All right, now let's do that. That's really like joke before we will now go and break bread.
I'm watching those of you also on the YouTube. Write me because the, the chapter, the verse in the Bible that is the shortest sentence. I know that many of you can say it, but I want you to give me where the, the scripture is and where the verse is. Am I seeing something coming up? Someone said Jesus wept. I heard another one said Jesus of Jesus. Where is the wept? <laughs> where is he recorded that Jesus wept? Pastor, has somebody given us the chapter, the verse? Yes, sir. Where do we have the person who gave us? Um, well, there are a lot of there are lots of responses to All that. All right, I can see on the on the on the Zoom platform. Yes, yes got John, John, John eleven thirty five. Yeah, John eleven thirty five. Okay, beautiful. I know that you guys. I told you, I trust you, <laughs> man. You know, let me say something. I'm so happy with you that my wanting to live longer in the world is what you are one of the considerations. I want to be very long in the world to see you all manifest and blow the devil out of every area. Defile all these procedures that devil bind the church and move at random like this. Like Jesus did and the apostles did. And we're beginning from this year, you know. I'm so impressed. Now let me now ask you the second riddle and joke. Which is the, the sentence after that are the, the next shortest sentence in the Bible? Tell me now. Start writing it. And where is it? You read that today. <laughs> I want to know whether, whether you took it to heart when you were reading it. It's very interesting. Uh, let me tell you gospel truth. I never thought about this very scripture. Until today, the Holy Ghost stopped me and said, look at this. Uh-huh. Am I having something? Write it. What is the what is the next after? That one is three words. This one is Jesus with two words. That form a sentence. But the other one, Jesus said it also. Jesus is the one who said this. And it is three words. Is there anybody going for it? You will add it to your knowledge. Okay. If you, I'm sure you have heard me now. Hey, somebody got it. Pastor Cornelius Ajayi got it. Remember Lord's wife. <laughs> okay, where, where is it? Where is the scripture? Where is it? All right, somebody got it. Luke 17, 35. Pastor Tayo, I think yes, I added to your jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, shall we just thank God for today? Just bless the name of the Lord that uh, He has blessed us. He has given us insights. What a great God we serve. Father, we thank you so much for our fellowship that we can just look at the pages of your word, the word of life, that we can read and understand because of your Holy Spirit that lives in us. Not only that, that we can read and we can act it. Oh Lord, function in what you have said. Let avalanche, you know, Grace be open unto every one of us today. We ask you, Father, we want to be Christians that, you know, people will see Liberian Christians and say that we notice this one, they are with Jesus. They behave like Jesus. They act like Jesus. So that is all what we want to see. That only you would take the glory. Not to say that one man is so anointed, so powerful. No, 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 we are not. But you are the anointing and you live in us. 
and we are all anointed by the same Spirit, which is the Holy Spirit of God, but that you will be seen and you will be glorified. That is what we live for. Lord, we surrender ourselves to you even in this year, the year of light. And the light shines in darkness and the darkness cannot overcome. Father, we bless your holy name. In Jesus' anointed name, we are praying with us. Amen. Amen. Then I say unto you, stretch your hand before the Lord. May the Lord answer you this year when you are in distress. May the name of the God of Jacob protect you. May he send you help from the sanctuary and grant you support from Zion. May he remember all your sacrifices, all your giving, and accept your burnt offering from you. And may the Lord give you the desires of your heart and make all your plans succeed. Every resources that you need for plan to succeed, receive them in the name of the Lord. New brain, new intellect, new mind, new imagination. Resources of angels, resources of men, receive them. People in authority who hold the key to your destiny shall be very favorably disposed to you. Amen. They will be happy to open the door for you. Amen. So shall it be. And so it is with you. Amen. We will shout for joy when we are victorious Amen. and we lift up the banner, on the name of, uh, banner in the name of our God. Amen. May the God of Bethel, who appeared unto Abraham in Bethel, may he reveal himself to you. May he make his battle in your house and never depart from your life forever. Mm-hmm. May he who made covenant with Abraham mm-hmm. and confirmed in Isaac and fulfilling in Jacob, mm-hmm. may he remember that covenant as according to the book of Galatians 3 mm-hmm. and fulfill it in you and I, even in this very season. Mm-hmm. In the name of the Father mm-hmm. and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. In Jesus' holy and anointed name we are praying. Mm-hmm. Amen and amen and amen. Uh, Happy New Year one more time. If you have testimonies, send me the testimonies and we will let you share your testimonies. Or if you want us to read your testimonies, we will be very much obliged to do so. May the Lord bless you all. May the peace of God be with you all. And may the Lord strengthen you. Hope to meet you again tomorrow at 7 p.m. And thank you for watching.